you have a fan on. Oh, yeah. It's hot up here. Yeah. For once, I'm hearing your noise. That's crazy. Yeah. Keep talking. Are you not right on the mic or something? No, it's right up here. I guess maybe it's just picking everything up. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Is trying. A box fan? I got a couple of fans running an overhead and a, one of those tall pillar type fans. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason it's real noticeable this time. Huh. Strange. You can do your, you can do your magic or whoever. Nobody cares. Nope. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, if, if we actually made money off of this, I would feel bad putting out the show we put out. <laughs> well, I would too, but... Because, I mean, you know, it's not like it's... I guess I feel like we, we would have to put out quality material if we were making money. Uh, of a quality, yes. Of a certain quality. Right. So, yeah. But we're not, so we get to do whatever the hell we want. Eat a butt, everybody. Yes. Or a bag of dicks. Whoa, whoa. Too far? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't think I'm having driver problems. I'm hearing little clicks. It's not as bad as back in the robot days when I first mm. switched over to this computer. Hmm. But here and there, I'm hearing little clicks of stuff. Like it's having problems keeping up, but it shouldn't. I mean, this is like a super... Well, I mean, it's not a supercomputer. It was built several years ago. There's probably much better computers now. But when I built it, it was, you know, pretty decently specced. And it's for what we're, you know, just recording audio, it's still, like, overkill for that. I don't know why it's having problems. But I never... The program I used to record with, which I mostly use out of habit because I've been using it since the 90s, you know? Um, I mean newer versions of it now, but anyway, it's always seemed to have had a problem with the video drivers on this computer, which is, I think, what was causing the robot problems a long time ago. Mm. Never did quite figure it out, even though I more or less got the problems to go away, but whatever. Hey, welcome to week 921 of the Crankcast. This will be our third consecutive week in a row for a long time. Yeah, we've been off for a while. We've been not um, consistent. Keep keeping up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a both of our faults. Sure. I mean, things were really crazy for me last year and then into this year, and you were busy, and, and we kept missing schedules and stuff, like missing each other. Well, we're usually pretty good about reminding each other. We've really slacked off. And, well, I, and Dude, I, I haven't been to bed before like 4 o'clock in the morning for at least a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Well. And that's causing me problems because I can't get up early and catch you before lunch, you know. Mm. But <clears throat> anyway, well, it's been weird in the studio anyway because <clears throat> Sean has been like watching movies and playing video games on the couch like all day now. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it's just like I'm all for watching movies. That's what I do, but I don't like it when it's over there and I can't see it. Right. Right. They watched Steel Dawn today. I seem to remember that one. That was uh, Patrick Swayze, right? Yep. Patrick Swayze, post-apocalyptic, boring road warrior. Yeah. It's actually, it's boring Shane. It's it's Pale Rider. It's like every old Western. But it, 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 and it, and it, 
I told them when they said they were going to watch it, because Andrew is young, so he's never seen anything. And so he comes in, and he's like, I have this cool movie that we should see. And I was like, no, I saw that when I was a kid. It's boring as fuck. And then he's like, no, we're going to watch it. You're going to be sorry. And then they, they're watching it like 15 minutes into it. Sean's about to die. He's like, this is so boring. I could be doing so many like, other things. I don't want to say I told you so, but I did. Right. I don't, I don't. I, I'm trying to remember. I know I've seen that movie as an adult, but yeah. I, I don't remember any of it, honestly. Because nothing, I mean, if you've seen Shane, you saw it. Except Shane's good. I mean, it must not have been bad enough, because things that are so bad, I remember. But if it's just boring, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to remember it. Like, you see, have you seen Pale Rider? You've seen it. Sure. Have you sure. seen any of the movies that Pale Rider is based on? You've seen it. I like Pale Rider though. They got Brian James in it. Well, that's something to recommend it anyway. Mm-hmm. Brian James and his eclectic choices of facial hair. <laughs> his many choices of goatee. And mustache combinations. He was a master of it, though. He is a master of it. Not so much the accents, but... Right. Was that the... Oh, wait. Who was the female lead in that? I don't remember. At first, I thought it was another one of his, like, trying to get his wife to be the star. Uh, I don't was know. Was it Raydon Chong, was it? No, she's not. It is some white girl with crimped hair. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. There was there was some sort of like post-apocalyptic future movie that had Ray Don Chong in it, wasn't there? Uh yeah. I think she's been in a couple, actually. Because I'm picturing something in my head, but I can't like a scene where they're in some underground city and it's like a party city or something like that. Like I don't know. Not party city, like the store where you go buy liquor and stuff. But yes, she was married to Patrick Swayze. That's goddamn it! It was. I knew it. I knew. Oh, he just worked his wife in. Yeah. Was Patrick? What year was this movie? Uh, it is uh, way later than it should have been. It was um, like I want to say it's like it was after Dirty Dancing before Roadhouse in nineteen eighty seven. Oh, okay. Odd choice for him then, because I mean he was yeah. Of- that I mean that's what everybody said. I think I think like this is what he was trying to capitalize on stuff with and it did not work out so well. Yeah, I mean, you know, cuz he was hot after Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Well, I think he just, you know, this he's hit or miss with movies. Maybe he just really liked sci-fi. Mhm. I think she was his like she was he was she was the dancing partner wife, wasn't he? Wasn't she like he and his wife were both dancers. I don't remember, man. Maybe somebody offered her the role, and then she talked him into it. Uh, her role is basically nothing, so I don't... <laughs> um, so, okay, since last week... Sorry, are we done talking about that? <laughs> sure. I mean, if you got more, I'm I'm willing to entertain it, but... I'm not sure if so much needs to be said about it. Yes, it was the dan- they were a dance team, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where I go, she goes. Yeah, she was in yeah, she was in a couple of movies with her with him. Was that the only sci fi movie he did? Uh, maybe. 
I can't think. I mean, Ghost is a supernatural movie. And I can't think of any other thing that was like either one of those that he was in besides those. Like, everything else was just sort of a straight drama or action or something. Like, Yeah, he's mostly in action movies, I think. Yeah, they met, they, he, yeah, ballet dancers. They met when they were 19. Wow. Got married then. He was a ballet dancer? Yep, he was a ballet dancer. You didn't know that? I knew he was a dancer, but I didn't know it was ballet, like... Thought maybe it was like modern dance or something, like a solid gold dancer. Yeah. Patrick, like Smith. a staying alive dancer. I guess I was thinking more like the solid gold dancers, but you know, solid gold dance. Well, that's the same thing. Is it? Were they dancing disco? They were dancing more performative, I think. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Go talk about whatever it was you were talking about. Tips. I got no real order or anything. I you know, just figured we were done. Cause how much can you really talk about that movie? Well, I'm asking us. I mean, we can drag a thing in, into the ground, pretty much. But, anyway. Alright, so since last week, I... You know, I was talking about switching. I had to switch desks and move all my computer stuff from one thing to another so I could start using those new monitors. And, that, and I finally got that done. Boy, that's a pain in the ass. It's like a mini version of Moving House. Because you gotta like uproot everything and, and reconnect everything and uh, then get used to where it's at now, kind of thing. But I finally got it done. And uh, so I, I've been working on that 24 Pro, the Cintiq. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna tell you my impressions about it, whether you like it or not. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh, the good, it's, it's a 4K monitor with good color. Um, it's weird because I was, I was on a 22 HD. And so I'm only really gaining like two inches of physical space, but it, my arm feels like it has to go a lot further. <laughs> um, and like Windows, and I imagine um, Mac OS does this too. Like you know, it auto scales the UI uh, when you switch resolutions and stuff. So it doesn't visually, it doesn't really feel like it's bigger. Things don't look tiny in it; they look normal for the most part. There are some UI features that I guess don't scale on some of the programs I've used, and so they parts of those can look kind of tiny. But by and large, everything sort of looks the same, but it's all so much crisper. All my type and everything looks, like, just so much sharper, and all the vector line work and stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, and it, it's it's got a better pen. It's got a pen that's got, like, tilt stuff, which I haven't really gotten to use very much because most of my stuff wasn't programmed for it, brushes and whatnot. I'm curious to try that because I'd like to be able to very, like like if I was using a regular straight-knit pen, I could vary the angle of the stroke and stuff, you know, um, depending on which direction I was drawing in, so things wouldn't necessarily get thick and thin, but they would change their angles. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to try that out and see how that works. Because um, there is a function for tilt in Illustrator. And up till now, like on the 22HD, I was just compromising with like a, an angle that worked more or less whether I was going up and down or at an angle. And it worked out pretty well for the most part. But this gives me just gives me some more options. Um, in true Wacom style, it's still got a freaking huge bezel, <laughs> like an inexplicably huge bezel. I'm not really sure why it's this big for not having any buttons yeah, built into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I guess it could be argued because I've got little steel bars under on either side under the bezel that you can you know uh, put your express key thing attach it to it so you can keep it on the monitor. 
Um, so possibly it's to accommodate that, but that, even that doesn't make a lot of sense because I think I mean, in the whole point of the express key is you can just put it wherever, so you, you can hold it or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and put it wherever is closest and more comfortable. I mean, if you're going to always be putting it on the screen anyway, why not just include buttons on the screen? Yeah. Uh, but I don't, you know, they do that. I mean, I've never worked... Well, I don't, I, I don't have a real wide experience with Wacom stuff, but on the monitors I have used, um, they've always just got really crazy big bezels for some reason. Crazy bezels. Um, the new one doesn't. That's kind of why I want it. Isn't that that... Like, I, I was thinking about that. And I'll get to the problems with this monitor, why I was thinking about actually getting a newer one, <laughs> even though I've only been working on this one for a few days. Um, but the newer one, what that's... That's 27 and 30-something, right? That's the dimensions on the Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's got, like, an insane resolution that it's barely got a bezel. I don't think I have one. Really. Well, that, that would actually be pretty good, then. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the 27 on that one, though. That's running for, what, right around 25, 2800? Mm-hmm. I think. And then, like, the 30-whatever. Is it 30 or 32? I think that gets up into, like, the three grand ish range somewhere. So it's, I don't know if I can justify jumping on that just yet, but especially since I just started working with this one. Um, I like the screen texture on this. There's not, it's not like a toothy texture, but it is a little rougher than the 22 HD, which gives it just a little more tooth on the pen, a little more drag, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I don't have to use a felt to get drag. Because um, I was working with a felt on the 22 HD, but as soon as you get a little bit of hand gunk on there, it starts squeaking. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else is good? I do. I'm not fully utilizing the Express Key remote. Basically, I've been just using a couple of buttons on it. That because yeah. I, I, I've got most of the stuff programmed into a gamepad that I need to do, and I'm used to using that, so it's kind of hard to transition over. Um, mm-hmm. But it seems to work well. I don't like that it auto shuts down. I mean, I, know, I understand why because it's wireless. I didn't like that either. But it, it it's like it always seems to shut down. Right when I'm reaching for the button, I see the light go out. <laughs> you know? And then it's not a big deal to press the button, the power button again, and get it back on, but it's sort of annoying. Um, and that that wheel to you can switch it between like zoom and switching brushes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's way weird sensitive. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it'll it'll work smooth, and then sometimes it jumps like for no good reason, or sometimes it goes the opposite I've, direction I wanted to go in. I've never had luck with any kind of, you know, strip or wheel or or anything that, or like a, even a trackball, they all tend to go a little too out of control for my taste. I didn't use the strip on the 22 HD very much, mostly because it was behind the screen and I always forgot it was there. Because I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your microphone? It's that headset mic. Like, you know, we bought them back in, like, 05. Really? You're using a headset mic, and yeah. I can still hear all that. That's wild. I don't really hear it feeding back to me. Well, if you don't hear it, then that's fine. It's not that I can tell. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm hearing something. I mean, I, I hear, like, a fan noise coming from your end. Really? But I don't know. I wonder if it's me. I don't know. What kind of mic are you I don't have on? a fan on here, though. Computer fan, maybe? Well, I'm just going to live with it. Okay. Um, well, speaking of fans, that's a good way to go into the negatives that I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about. <laughs> so, 
overall, uh, I mean, overall, I'm pleased with the actual working experience of this thing because mm-hmm. of the crispness and the colors. And the, you know, I can get it bright or not so bright. Um, the pen feels really smooth. I still have to put a gripper on it to make it bigger, but that's because I'm used to working with like a big chunky grip. Um, but I had to do that with the 22 HD's pen too. So, um, but yeah, I like it. It feels real smooth, real responsive. It's cool. Uh, it's there's some design issues with this thing. <laughs> um, the first being I've never had a monitor with a built-in fan before, and it's it hasn't gotten super loud yet, but it's noticeable. So it's kind of annoying. Um, hmm. I don't remember. I I mean, I have that one at work, and I don't ever really notice the fan. Well, I guess you wouldn't if Sean's always watching movies and stuff. Ah, that's a good point. Um, and honestly, I don't notice it so much if I've got whatever I'm watching or listening to at a certain volume. But then, like, you know, in, in a pause and sound, like, it, I can hear it like a whoosh. Um, that fan also creates another design problem, though, which is, like, I knew these monitors I've read about before I even bought this one that they have a problem where, like, the kickstand parts break. Um, internally. Mm. There's like plastic pieces that break, and so your kickstand doesn't lock into the notches like it's supposed to. I have not heard that. Which, you know, when I bought it, the, the seller even told me that that had happened to their monitor. And I was like, well, that's mm. not a big deal because I don't plan on using the kickstand legs anyway, and if I do, it's just going to be sitting there. It's not gonna, I'm not going to be constantly picking it up and putting it down. Um, but it turns out I had a, <clears throat> another problem that's related to the heat and the fan. Uh, it, it turns out it's the heat in the fan that's probably causing that. The heat weakens the plastic and causes the, um, like the little screws that hold things together to like break and give away and stuff, and like the little plastic tabs to break. Because the hmm. just it, you know it's like any kind of cheap plastic. If you heat it up, it gets fragile, like more um, brittle. But it also causes another problem apparently, because I got worried at first when I hooked this up because I couldn't get it to turn on. I kept pressing the power button, and I'm like, uh, this ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you know, I press it and hold it for a while, thinking maybe it needed like a 10-second holding or something, but that wasn't even working. The thing is, is when I got it, I checked it out when it came in, and I didn't have any problem with it. But I, you know, and I did now, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's the power supply that's bad, which would be bad enough because those were like $80 power supplies. Um, and they, they do some weird thing where they use like a big brick, like a, almost like a Dell brick, but with a, like a Lenovo kind, kind of, uh, plug port mm-hmm. so you can't just buy a, like an off the shelf thing apparently plus it's like an 180 watt power supply it's like 19.55 volts or something like that you know it's anyway so I thought maybe it was the power supply I pulled out my trusty multimeter and I checked the power supply and I'm, I was getting voltage at the plug so I'm like okay that's not the power supply and finally after fiddling with the button I get it to come on and I'm like well okay that's good you know, and um, I don't always want my my drawing monitor on. Like, if, I, if what I'm doing on the computer is just on the main, like on the the secondary screen, I don't need the the Wacom screen on. So I'm, I'm used to being able to just reach up and turn it off. But mm-hmm. the problem is, is that I I did manage to turn it off, but then it took me forever to get it turned back on again. Uh, I had to keep fiddling with the button and stuff. Turn it on, turn it off again. I press the button. You know, press the button. Mm-hmm. I have to do it a lot, actually. My Mine's been acting funny lately. Your power button? Yeah, like, uh, sometimes I'll come on, come and wake it up, and everything's on the other monitor. Oh, like, yeah. 
And then it just doesn't come back. And I'm like, well, why doesn't the screen work anymore? And then I have to turn it on and turn it off again. Does it Turn it on, turn it off again. Once you do that, does it rearrange your windows correctly? <clears throat> Sometimes. Or do you Sometimes have to manually drag them back down? Sometimes Oh. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Are you using the... Which uh, display are you using the display port? I don't remember. Or like the HDMI or whatever? I think I'm using HDMI now. I don't remember though. Because I had to use. I'm trying to remember. I was having this problem. I think it's a display port thing. Where when you're using that, it, it the, the OS senses that the monitor is not on, so it shifts the windows. But where mm-hmm. like if you use HDMI or something, it doesn't matter. It doesn't shift the windows. So I, I, I don't know. But with its power button, it also suffers from the same problem with the the platform that the button actually sits on. The, um, the button itself, like the thing you press is just a, a plastic piece with like a, a shaft that goes down and presses the, the actual actuator. Shut your mouth. That's what I'm saying. Just talking about the shaft. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, you know, when you press the button, it causes the shaft to go down and touch the actuator that's on like a little circuit platform. But the thing that's attached to also gets weak. So when you press the button enough times, and, and if you're putting pressure on it, because you think you need to press it harder to make it come on or turn off, it further makes that platform disengage. So eventually you're looking at, at a misalignment between the, the outer button and the actual actuator. And it won't, you won't be able to turn it on or off with the button. And if it gets stuck in the off turn position... Turn it on, turn it off again. Yeah. And if it gets stuck in the off position, then you're fucked. <laughs> you know? And I could potentially send this back to Wacom to get them to service it. But from what I saw about people t- even doing in-warranty repairs, like, it's going to cost, like, you know, between four and $600 to get it fixed, probably. <laughs> and I got, you know, shipping is going to be a hundred and a half, two hundred bucks. That's nearly what I paid for this monitor because it was used, you know? Monitor. Um, I did find instructions for... Because, you know, essentially this thing's like a big tablet, like a, you know, a computer tablet. And it, um, so it's, or like a cell phone. It's like a giant cell phone. So you can get in with, like, guitar picks and stuff and, and you know, loosen the bezel to pull the screen to get to the internal components. So, theoretically, I could get into it and wire up a momentary toggle switch that I could mount somewhere on the outside and just have a new button, more or less. Or I could try to shore up the platform that the button circuit board sits on to make it not do this anymore. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I want to do that. So right now I've just been getting by. I, I leave it on and let it go to sleep when I'm not using it. Mm. But th- that also means that even when I'm not using that monitor, if I'm just using doing the other all my work on the other monitor, like that's not drawing work, mm-hmm. uh, then I have to have this monitor on because I can't shut it off. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I mean, that's... That's something I found other people talking about. So it's it's definitely a design issue, which you don't expect that kind of a stupid design issue to prop up and or crop up in something that was expensive as this was new. You know. You mean like uh, five thousand give five thousand dollar Gibson guitar with it goes out of tune all the time? Yeah, exactly. Or a, a Rickenbacker that doesn't come to you intonated. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I mean, setup stuff. Mm-mm. That's impossible to to. To, to have, to to quality check, uh, perfectly anyway. It should at least been intonated. All the, I mean, all the saddles were up 
like at the end of the screws and even. That wasn't even nobody even tried. You bought it new, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe I mean, right. it, it shouldn't have got out of the factory like that. <laughs> at least somebody should have made a first pass at trying to intonate it. Shouldn't have got out of the factory. That's what I'm saying, man. Anyway, but that's... I'm not going to start bitching about the Rickenbacker again. But mm. this this is similar. You don't expect something at this price point to have that kind of stupid flaw to it? Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in, my friend. And there my express key monitor, or express key power went off again. You have been owned. Um, the other weird design choice with this was that when they put it out, it's got a slot in it for something they were calling the creation engine, which was essentially a plug-in computer that you would slot into the back of this monitor and turn this monitor into a self-contained drawing computer. Hmm. Well, not really, if you have to plug it into something. Right, I mean, you still, I think, I'm pretty sure it didn't run off battery, I'm pretty sure you still had to plug it into the wall. But yeah. I guess it... it was meant to, I don't know, obliviate the need for having a separate computer unit. I don't know, and honestly, I don't. I don't know who they thought was going to buy it, because the Wacom computer stuff is never from. I've never used one, but from what I understand, it's never very impressive, and it's overpriced for what it is, like crazy. Overpriced. Oh, like you mean like the Cintiq, or not the Cintiq, but the um, that one that I had, a Companion or something like that. Yeah, that's. Nah, you know what? I'm glad I had it. I did several issues of stuff on it, and I had it at a time where I needed it. But shit, that thing—that right. was. If it maybe if it had if I was able to have a Mac OS on it, that fucking Windows shit blows. <laughs> well, even at that, the hardware itself, like it's out of date by the time Wacom puts it out. It's it's underpowered yeah. and overpriced. You know, every time I've looked at specs on it, every time I've seen people review it, it's never good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who they thought was going to do that with this machine, but because of that design choice, it meant you couldn't actually put a stand or uh, a visa mount or anything on it without buying a, an, another thing. Like, you got another thing coming. Yeah. Well, I I, I bought another thing coming because I thought I might mount this to a, a you know an arm, but um. It's just, it's kind of a dumb design choice. And actually, you know what? They could have designed this so that it came with the thing, but, you know, instead they wanted to charge you another 80 or 90 bucks for a bracket, I guess. Bracket. Um, so that that was a kind of a queer design choice, I think. Um, and that's also sort of annoying. What I wound up doing, though, because I, even with the, the HD22, I, I keep it more or less at like a kind of a up, like it's on an easel. Like, a, like I'm using a, painting it on a canvas or something. Uh, I, I don't work with it down on the desktop because I don't want to hunch over, always be hunched over looking down at it, you know? Um, so once I realized that, oh, I was, I'm keeping an easel height anyway, I just went and bought a, a an aluminum desktop easel, like for painting. And I used a little bit of a like thin cork along the edge to keep the screen glass from touching the metal so it didn't put pressure on it and crack it or something. And so far, this has worked remarkably well. And I think this desktop easel was like under 20 bucks. You know? But it hmm. keep, keeps it right at the right angle for me. It's a, it's a little more tilted, I guess. than No, it's about the same as what, what I did with my HD22. See, like, the HD22 came with a great stand. That was like a really functional stand. <laughs> like, And even the HD24, although that motherfucker was heavy as hell when I got that one that was broken and I had to send it back last year. But I, I had it out of the package. But, I mean, even that stand that came with the HD24 was, 
like a really good functional stand. It just weighed like 300 pounds. Mm. Um, so that, that makes it even more irksome, I guess, that, you know, they don't have, not even that it just doesn't come with a stand, but they didn't even have a good option to hook up a stand without having to buy something else, you know, like. But anyway, I don't know. The easel thing's working out for me fine. Um, the new drivers are weird. I don't like the new control center. <laughs> but that's just, that's, they've always got driver, weird driver shit going on anyway. And they make, uh, they make UI changes that are strange. And, that matters more for you than me. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it did that one time. Uh, yeah, it, there's still, like, if you have a certain... You weren't able to update it at one point because it wouldn't work right with Clip Studio. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think that's an issue now. I have read about... I've just, you know, off and on with them. I, I tend not to upgrade their drivers unless I'm having a problem or something. Um, but, you know, I, I've kept up on it and read, like, whenever a new driver comes out, I check to see if other people are having problems with it, essentially, before I think about even installing it. Because I, I just remember reading crazy shit, like, it becomes unusable, and then you have to wait, like, a week and a half for them to fix it, and so you're, like, down. Your monitor's basically, you either revert, or your monitor's down for a week. <laughs> like, just goofy shit. Um, but all in all, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm completely complaining about it because all in all, the experience isn't bad, and I really like the actual pen on screen like working experience with it. It's just uh, they, it's got some odd design choices that make it less than it could be. <laughs> but I am curious about the newer ones. I just don't think I can afford them. Yeah, I don't either. And I use it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I do. It's how I do my job. But. No, everybody knows that you're just a hobbyist. Yeah, I don't think you consider it a hobbyist when it's your actual like main income. No, it's your your hobbyist. You do this for fun. I'm a hobby lobbyist. Is what you're saying? We all we all take pity on you and give you money. Damn, that's cold, dude. <laughs> it is cold. That was real dumb. Yeah, man, that, that's cold. Oh, bloody hell. So, oh, and the secondary monitor, I upgraded to a 32-inch 4K monitor. It's, um, it's in that Asus Pro Art line. And uh, right out of the box, the colors are great on this thing. It's a little saturated in the contrast. It's a little contrasty. The blacks are a little too black, if that makes any sense. But um, <clears throat> I haven't gotten around to co- like color calibrating these monitors yet or anything. But, I mean, it looks great right out of the box. And it's so weird having... A giant, and then, you know, especially because it's funny, because I'm sitting here looking at both of them right now. This is a 32-inch monitor, which is giant because I'm only sitting like two and a half, three feet away from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the 24-inch on the 24 or on the Pro 24 with that giant bezel on it, physically, it's like the same size as this 32-inch monitor. <laughs> but it's just weird, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really like that Asus Pro Art line. My last one was from that too, and it uh, it wasn't cr- quite 4K. But it was it was somewhere in between a 1080 and a 4K, and that served me well for the past couple of years. It looked really good too, like right out of the box. Um, so I can definitely recommend the Asus Pro Art stuff, in my experience, because um, it's like I think both of these are something like 98% Adobe RGB, and I'm not sure about the Wacom, but the Asus like 
can handle HDR and stuff like that. So that's it wasn't like super expensive as far as stuff like this goes. They've got like a really nice like artist like the artist's monitor kind of thing. But it's somewhere like fifteen in the range of like fifteen grand or fifteen grand fifteen hundred. <laughs> um this one when when I bought it was only six hundred ish, I think. Which isn't bad for a monitor that looks really good and is color accurate. So I'm pleased with that. It's just um I almost feel like I overdid it on the sizes of stuff. It feels almost like remember when you bought your that rear projection giant TV? Mm-hmm. But your couch was only like, you know, five feet away from it. So uh, if that. Yeah. <laughs> so like when you were watching movies you had to physically like turn your head from side to side to see things happening. It's almost like that. Not quite as bad, but it's almost like that. It's almost overkill for the space I'm working in. Um, but sometimes I guess bigger is not better. It's pretty, though. Real pretty. Oh, yeah. Well, then you talk. You tell me something good. <laughs> if you're bored, you don't need to let me go on. Make up something around. You seem so enthusiastic about your review of the piece of machinery I've been using for years and don't even know half the stuff that you're saying. Well. I don't even know any of these features. I don't use that fucking remote. It, I, it, I don't use it and realize that it didn't even work the other day. Well, I'm learning you something then. Okay. Okay. Um, what else is new? Have you seen that, uh, it's a Amazon freebie original thing called Jury Duty? Yes. Did you watch it? Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but for anybody else that might... No, I saw it all. I know, I'm, I'm getting ready to tell anybody else, though, that... Oh. There are spoilers involved here, because I don't know how to really talk about this show without spoiling it. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, I was watching it while I was working, so weirdly I really didn't know the ultimate reveal. Do they tell you it right away, or... Is it not until, like, this... Yeah, they tell you the setup from the beginning. That he's the only, like, non-actor yeah. in it? Okay. Yeah, that's that's what makes it funny. I didn't realize that going in. Like, I thought everybody was an actor in it. Um, And I just thought it was another, like, also... So, so it was a joke played on you, then. Yeah, yeah essentially. <laughs> I finally, I looked up during the beginning of, like, I don't know, the sixth or seventh episode, and it said he doesn't realize that everyone else is an actor. I was like, oh, I didn't either. <laughs> like... <laughs> you watch so many episodes and that notice that they tell you i guess i guess i missed it in the first episode and i was skipping the recap but on they the, constantly tell you well they only in the beginning i was skipping the recaps oh i thought oh okay that's hilarious and i guess that's i must have so missed funny. it like i saw the first part of the setup like where it was telling you that we, we have unprecedented access but i got as far as thinking that this was just a a show like that well, is freaking hilarious. I can't wait to tell Sean. And I, you know, I thought it was weird, but I, I just thought it because you know, especially because he kept doing things like Jim in the office where he'd look at the camera and kind of like nod his head or something. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is just like an office clone or something. You know, it's it's made by people from the office. Yeah, producers or something, right? Yeah. Um, well, and that's what I figured. So I just figured everybody was actors. I didn't realize that he was being tricked or whatever. You know. So you're watching that going, these people seem so fake. No, I just, I thought it was all scripted. Like, you know, I, I just thought it was an, another show like that. Like, 
uh, Modern Family or The Office or whatever. Hilarious. And so, yeah, it wasn't until like the sixth or seventh episode that I realized what was going on. And I'm like, oh, that makes a little more sense now. Okay. Um, and then when they finally do get to the end, they, they do the reveal to him and he's all like, oh shit, really? And they explain like why I guess he won. Because they gave him money? That part, I, they don't mention that they're going to give him money at the beginning. So that was a surprise. That was interesting. Um, I thought it was weird that he kept in touch with everybody, too. <laughs> like, I know that was weird, too. Hung out with them. Like, don't they have things to do? <laughs> you know? I mean, they some were, of them aren't that famous yet. They were being paid to be friends with him. That's true. But maybe they actually did emotionally bond with the dude. Because he seemed like a genuinely nice guy. He did. Um, he had every opportunity to be the douche that I thought he was going to be. <laughs> right. And that's the thing when it got to the end, and I'm like, you know what? I do not think I would have done as well as he did. <laughs> like, I don't think my personality would have allowed me to put up with that much crazy shit and weird eccentric personalities of of strangers. You know? I mean, seriously, if it was me on that show, it would have been a lot of them, like, knocking on my hotel door trying to get me to come out because right. I'm trying to avoid everybody. Exactly. I mean, I, I would have not... You know. It's like, James, James Mars is trying to get you to come out here and, and read lines, and I was like, um, I'm talking to my wife. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I honestly probably... No, I, I know. I would not have come out of that as well as he did. <laughs> I know this. I know this for a fact. Like, Me too, probably. Um, so, you know, but I, it was an entertaining show. Like, even when I thought it was all just actors, I still thought it was kind of an entertaining show. But then when I realized what was really going on, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that kind of ups the level on this bit. That's funny. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a pretty surprising and, and charming little show. Yeah. Um, Gosh, what else is new? We're doing the last season of Jack Ryan, speaking of guy from The Office. I, I, I have negative interest in Tom Clancy stuff. I think I liked Patriot Games. That was it. Uh, the first two seasons were all right. But, yeah, I mean, if you don't like that kind of stuff, you're not. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like I, I don't seek that stuff out like to any great degree, but I watched it mainly because they had Jim from The Office in it. Oh, right, yeah. If it was anybody else, I... I well, I mean, if it was somebody else I liked, I probably still would have given it a chance. But I'm saying, like, if it was somebody I didn't really care about. Well, you don't like him enough to know his real name. I, uh, dude, <laughs> he's Jim from The Office and everything? He doesn't even look like the same guy anymore. You know how terrible I am at remembering people's names. That's hilarious. They slip badly, which is weird. I'm a big fan of Jim from The Office. So there was a, a study published recently that said um, that taking a daily multivitamin could actually help uh, stave off memory loss. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> Cause yeah, I'm like a multivitamin. I've been taking a multivitamin for like, you know, 15 it years. Makes your nails grow fast. Does it? I don't know. My nails grow real quick. My nails are all brittle these days. I got that same thing that, uh, what's his name from White Lion had? Where his nails keep breaking so he can't play classical guitar. Vito Brada? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that study published. I'm just sitting there like going, no. Because I've been taking a multivitamin forever, my memory's still terrible for th- certain kinds of things. It's just terrible. But whatever. Anyway, mm. sometimes I don't remember what I ate for breakfast the same day. Mm, well, that's that's probably a problem. Could you be. should probably see a doctor. Yeah, it hasn't really like harmed me in any way. 
Oh, it will. I just don't remember what I ate. I'm going to harm you. Harm. That's a funny word. Agent of harm. Harm. What's up, harm? Anyway. <clears throat> hmm, what else is new? Sleep! Well, I tried to get a hold of you earlier, man. Sleep! Sleep. Julie was out of town. She came back and we had to get dinner. All right. You damn fool. What was she Superman out of town? damn fool. What was she out of town for? I work stuff. Oh, cool. I kicked her out. <laughs> um, I would find that highly doubtful that you would be the kicker. I don't think she'd let you kick her out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm kicking you out. She's like, nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ain't happening. Um, gosh. So I, I put curtains up on my front porch. I'm being homey lately. Now you sound like you're even further. You have a microphone on your face. How do you sound so far away? I don't know. It's right in front of my mouth. Weird. I, I'm not seeing any volume difference in the recording. It must be all on my end, but what, it's got to be my... It, you can't hear me making noise. Not particular. Like I said, it sounds like there's a fan on over there or something. That's weird, because I don't have a fan on. It's got to be my speakers, then. I don't know. Is it... Mm-hmm. What kind of mic are you using? Because, like, usually... Like, I'm if just it's the, using the mic and speakers on my iMac. Sometimes those built-in mics are, like, really high-gain kind of thing, and they pick up weird. Could be your settings in Skype. It's not suppressing background noise. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. What were you saying? Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I actually planted some flowers this year. What? Um, a week or two ago, I, I took my mom out for Mother's Day to go get my... This is our annual thing. We go out and buy flowers for her so she can put them out. Oh. We buy her some like tomato plants and stuff so she can grow oh. things. And pepper plants. Today was her birthday? No, it was Mother's Day. Oh, Mother's Day. Sorry. Which we actually didn't do it on Mother's Day. We did it the weekend after. You know, yesterday was Alan's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that on my calendar. You had it on your calendar? Yeah. But I don't know that... terrible. I don't know that Alan and I are... I mean, like, I don't know that we're close enough to wish each other birthdays. What? Like, because you don't have to be friends to wish somebody a birthday. Well, I mean, if, if the opportunity... I'm not going to just... You know, get a hold of them out of the blue and say happy birthday. Like, if if I saw them on Instagram, I'd say happy birthday. But I haven't been on Instagram, you know? So I'm not just going to, like, cold call an email on them and say, hey, dude, happy birthday. I know we haven't talked in a long time. But, you know, it just feels awkward, is what I'm saying. And I don't feel bad about it, because he doesn't say happy birthday to me either. So he probably doesn't even know when my birthday is. The only reason I have it on my calendar is probably it came up while we were working together. And I try to log people's birthdays so I don't forget them, because I will so forget them. I saw that it was his birthday, and then when I, I texted him, I said, is it your birthday? And he said it was yesterday. And I was like, oh, no, I missed it, because you know how I am. And, yep. uh, and, and then my phone suggested that date as Alan's birthday. Do you want to add? And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't even write anything. <laughs> what happened? He's like, whoa. Yeah. So, Surveillance uh, state's creepy, man. So now it is in my calendar. Well, there. See, you'll remember it. I bet mine's not in your calendar. It is now. (laughs) Uh, Just a reminder, Ryan Brown's birthday's at the end of the month. Oh, he'll tell everybody. I don't know. I don't actually talk to him that much anymore, unless we're working on something together. 
Uh, he'll just tell everybody. And even I, I, I usually don't, except this year was a big deal. So, But again, your birthday's on my calendar, so I remember. So I always tell you happy birthday. And I don't have to ask, hey, what day is that again? Which month? The problem is, is before I actually did start using the calendar to keep track of people's birthdays, the only birthday I ever remembered was mine and my dad's. Um, and then the only reason I remembered my dad's is because it's two days before mine. I was constantly, every year I'd have to be reminded like of when my mom's birthday was and stuff like that. And finally I was just like, you know what? I'm going to put my calendar to use. Let it do the thinking for me. See, yeah, dates are another thing I have a real problem with remembering. Unless I've got it written down somewhere. Like, i got to remember to re- log in uh, when my mom's getting surgery so I can take her to the hospital. But I don't know if I'm taking her or if my dad's taking her. It's more likely going to be me because ever since my dad's accident, he doesn't drive that much anymore. He still can. I don't think he wants to. Like, how, how's she doing? Mostly okay, but she's got to get a hip replacement. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's... um. You know, we've been going for, like, every few months, it seems like we've been going for, like, shots in her back and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I take, you know, I take her for those because they don't want you to drive after you get those. And um, so I sit there in the parking lot for, like, an hour and a half or an hour or whatever while she's doing that. Because the doctor's office is far enough away, I can't just come home. You know? mm-hmm. But, um, uh, so the problem was is that they were hesitant to schedule her for a hip replacement surgery because of her weight. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess they thought it was going to put undue stress on a new... Mm-hmm. procedure or something um, and finally through just you know several means including like some sort of medication that suppresses ap- appetites or something like that um, she got down far enough that they went ahead and approved her surgery finally mm. we'll go for her sometime in September I think mm. but um, yeah it's just it's been causing her a lot of problems it's hard for her to stand any length of time walking has been like a real issue um She's not, like, completely chair-bound or anything, but it just pains her, you know. But hopefully this will you know, make her spry again. She won't have any problems getting around. What if she becomes more than spry? Well, I told her. I kept telling her that they should just give her robot parts. Mm. Bionic legs and stuff, you know. You don't want her to be more powerful than you. I want her to be more human than human, Mike. You don't want her to be able to take you out. Like, like you have, you have surpassed her. It's not like when you were a kid. You don't want her to have that power again. Well, if there's anybody I can trust not to intentionally do me harm, it'd be my mother. Oh, you can't trust nobody. No, that's a sad way to live, man. <laughs> you can't. Sad, sad you way. You can't to trust live. your mom. Are you kidding me? You seen your mom? Of course, I can trust my mom. She'd take you out in a second. Well, if she did, I probably would deserve it. She's, she'd be like, somebody didn't mow the yard this week. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to guess my mom's got the patience patience of a saint after what I put her through growing up. Mm-hmm. And she didn't kill like she didn't kill me. Put her through much. You know, I mean, if she didn't kill me in my teenage years and in my shitty like pre-teenage years. Then, well, yeah, every kid's shitty. But she had your dad. Your dad seems like somebody that didn't take no crap. Nah. But still, you know what I'm saying. 
It's all good. Dad, Dad put you in a DDT. He come down on you from the top rope. Nah, he did cold cock me once. So. <laughs> and I, I was so dumbfounded. I, capital <laughs> I was so dumbfounded when he did it. I was just like, what? <laughs> you want to go, old man? No, I just I didn't say anything. I just stared at him and I walked out the door and left. <laughs> you responded with a headbutt. I, I guess. A headbutt and a flying elbow. There's a lot of things I could have done. What I did was just stare at him open mouth for a minute and I walked out the door and like didn't come home for a day or two. <laughs> oh, man. I can I see it I see your face now. I can see it. I see teenage crank. You know, you don't expect the your parent to just haul off and roundhouse you. Mm-hmm. Roundhouse. <laughs> you went from cold cock to roundhouse. Those are two different things. Whatever, man. It was a closed fist. Not you in the eyes. One thing. Just haul it off and Mike Tyson in you. Okay, yeah, it was more. It was more like that, actually. He just uppercut you like Ryu in Street Fighter. Uh, it was more across, like across a temple kind of thing, you know. But it was, oh my god, that'll knock you out. It was closed fist, and you know. It wasn't like he, it wasn't like he slapped me. I mean, he punched. That's me. illegal. That's an illegal move. <laughs> it was, you know, late eighties, early nineties. Times were different then. Mm-hmm. And shit, my dad grew up in a time when you know, you could a parent could backhand their kid in public and nobody's like saying anything about it. Mm. So, the times they have changed, Mike. We are living in the future, a different. I'm going to backhand your dad next. <laughs> I, you know, I don't remember what was going on. There was a lot of shit going on. I'm probably dealing with, like, teenage shit. <laughs> chances, chances are I deserved what I got. Uh, <laughs> me fighting your dad. It's I mean, just... my dad, I, okay, so, like, when my dad was younger, my grandma, like, hit him upside the head with a frying pan one time. <laughs> so I, that just gives you a, a scale of things that, you know, in the Crank family. <laughs> Things are improving. It, get, it went from a, a, you know, a, you know, what do you call that? Cast iron skillet upside the head to just a fist. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, whatever. It's a long time ago, man. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. I'm going to fight your dad. Why you worry about it? I ain't worried about it. I'm going to fight your dad, and then I'm going to follow it up by fighting Sean Dove's baby. <laughs> Uh, you know, actually, probably they would both put up about the same amount of resistance these days. <laughs> Again, my dad doesn't get around so good no more after they. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So you might actually be able to. I, I mean, I'm not saying he. It's certain. I think I'd get a couple of good licks, in, but somehow he's still gonna win. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he does keep like. I like that. the idea of just out in the front yard, just freaking. I mean, you would definitely be able to run away from him. He, he would not oh, catch you. That's the thing. I'm going to get too close, and he's going to get his big old mitts on me. I, I, that's what I'm saying. He's like, going to be like, he's going to be like, oh, you thought you were smart, didn't you? He's going to he's going to whip that cane out to its long he's, extension. He's going to crawl up on top of my shoulders like a spider monkey. So I, my point is, is, victory for you is not certain. No, I know it's not. <laughs> Um, uh, oh my god, that's all of that idea. It's just, oh, you got too close. I'm <laughs> <coughs> sorry. Yeah, you, you probably like hook your ankle with his cane and bring you down. 
<laughs> you and your mom in the driveway just going, oh, he got too close. <laughs> I told him not to do that. I don't know why. Well, why? we told him not to do that. Why did he listen? He could have just walked away, man. I wouldn't have caught him. I mean, you didn't, wouldn't even have to run. You could walk away. <laughs> just Christ, Dad. He's just beating the crap out of me with a cane. It's like he's already dead, Dad. <laughs> Oh, but, he did. At least he made it to fifty. He did make. He made it to fifty. Well, I tell you what. Out of all of the scenarios I had in my head, that was not the one. That was not one of them. Did this rank higher or lower than Sean's death list? Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep, I'm telling you, man. Uh, speaking of uh, Sean and your jury duty show, uh, William Shatner's got that reality show where celebrities are in like a, a living on Mars simulator. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Isn't that just sort of like Celebrity Big Brother? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, except they have to do challenges based on like if they live on Mars. Oh. They have to act like they're on Mars. And I was like, this is the Sean Dove show. This is this is like what he wants to do to us. <laughs> Except in your case, it would be more of like a battle dome or something. Well, in, well, his scenario was always, I don't know, I don't think he ever planned, I think he had like an event horizon situation going on or like sunshine. <laughs> I don't think he planned on us getting to Mars. Oh, it was just a doomed he ship. He was just going to go crazy on the ship and murder us all. Oh, okay. Well, that makes so sense. I don't, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the colony on Mars is the ideal situation, but I'm sure he'd take it. Yeah. Hmm. As he picks us off one by one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is Crank's dad on this show? <laughs> Sean, like, just beating William Shatner with a cane. <laughs> he got too close. He got too close. William Shatner got too close. God damn it, he broke the first rule. He broke the first Martian rule. All you had to do was walk away. All you have to do is walk away. The gravity's less here. Hmm. In that situation, my dad might actually crawl up on your shoulders like a spider monkey. <laughs> Because the gravity's less, you know, so he can do that. Oh, God, no, Lord Jesus, help us. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, man. That's just the way the universe crumbles, man. You know, I don't know. <laughs> the universe, that's true. <laughs> Sean Tubb versus your dad. Because he already <laughs> killed William Shatner. <laughs> so that's how it would all end up. <sighs> you know, Sean's got a good chance as long as he doesn't get too close. Yeah. I don't know what Sean's like in a fight. <laughs> he uh, seems too chill. He's probably even more mellow now that he's a dad. It seems like it. I mean, unless you're threatening his kid or something. I think he only comes to the studio to argue with people, though. <laughs> now, considering you said you were going to start fighting Sean's kid, he might he might get a little aggro on you, you know. I don't know. That kid's been waking him up in the middle of the night. He might want a little payback. <laughs> Let him take his lumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, it's a she. That's the funny oh, part. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> beat his daughter up. How old is she now? That was like three, four years ago, right? She's like two. She's oh, two. Okay, two. Oh, yeah, time flies in the pandemic. Oh, the pandemic's officially over, though. Is it? Oh, uh, the government 
like uh, cease the the pandemic emergency situation. So do do I get boosters anymore? I think it's like the flu now. You yeah, but I mean they they tell I thought they tell you about that. Uh, I, I got them. I got last year. I got them when I got my flu shot, and I haven't gotten another one since. And I haven't seen anything notifying me that I should. I still mask up when I go out to stores and stuff. Which I know that's not like a surefire thing, but I do that, and I, you know, I use hand sanitizer more than I used to. It's basically my life now is I'm constantly at a convention. Mm. Um. But yeah, I, I I know that they canceled the emergency uh, emergency measures, whatever that was called. Uh, so they don't consider that we're in a pandemic emergency anymore. And mm-hmm. last I heard that, you know, you were still supposed to get shots, but it was being treated more like flu shots. So I guess seasonal? Or like, well, seasonal. Like my depression. <laughs> yes. Except we can't treat that, Mike. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can only medicate it. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can we can alleviate some of the symptoms, but we can't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh shoot! That reminds me, though. I need to update my income with the healthcare exchange place. I might be able to get less or like more assistance. Cool. Or something, because I went from okay. This is really dumb, but 2022, I was paying like a buck seventy-five a month. Um, for insurance, and it wasn't terrible insurance. I had uh, lower, no deductible. I'm trying to remember. It was actually pretty good for. When you say buck seventy five, you mean a hundred and seventy five? No, I mean I was paying a dollar seventy five a month. What really? Yeah, with the uh, you know, because if you're under a certain income or whatever, the government kicks in. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. But then in 2023, now uh, once I renewed my monthly insurance premium, went up to seventy. Six dollars a month, and they raised the deductible up to like uh, one or two grand or something like that, where I didn't have a deductible before. Mm-hmm. And also, all my co-pays and stuff went up. So not only am I paying more, but my service is shittier for the same tier of plan. I guess they they must have uh, cut back some of the stuff that they were implementing during the pandemic. I'm guessing. Yeah, the insurance. The medical and insurance system in our country is fucking bullshit. If, if I if if I wasn't married to Julie, I'd be dead. It's broken and it's geared towards making money for the yeah. corporations, essentially. But no, seriously, I would be dead. Sean would have had problems too. Wasn't his cancer treatment through? Um, oh yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, you know, so even people who aren't like below poverty levels are still having medical problems unless they happen to be lucky enough to have spouses that have good stuff yeah. or better stuff, you know. Yeah, it's it's a broken system, man. Yeah, it's messed up. It's not geared for the people it's supposed to be working for. You know how cool we all thought our country was when we were younger? <laughs> Back when we were listening to Bruce Springsteen? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. that song's not about how great we are. Oh, no, but that's the way we got to interpret it, because, you know, we're Americans. Yeah. <laughs> American. America. America. All I can think of is like Chris Christopherson up there. America. America. <laughs> America. You want me to read emails? Certainly. My good man. Uh, Don Cardenas wrote us two emails. Oh, before you read that, I got to hear and see some new stuff Don's working on. Like artwork? Yeah, he's doing a book with uh, Steve Bryant. 
Oh, the Van Helsings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you lettering that? No. Oh. I think Steve is. He showed me the first issue that they're, they've got up for Kickstarter, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he showed me that, and then because it's uh, the lead characters in a like a metal rock band, mm-hmm. rock slash metal band, mm-hmm. um, he's doing like a. I don't know if he's doing more, but he's doing at least one song, is, like to accompany. The oh theme. right, yeah. I you know I considered that with our book. I mean, I guess we still have time, but we'd have to do it pretty quick. I'd have to do it pretty quick, and you know I'm still not good at this stuff. Well, that, that's okay. I am almost finished. I'm almost finished with one of our deals, but... That's okay, because if you do the rock gods themselves rather than martial law, it doesn't have to be good. <laughs> In fact... Right, it doesn't have to be good. That is... Yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. Uh, but uh, eh, maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I'll give myself a time limit and just do it. I mean, it's easier to come up with a dumb metal riff than it is to... I don't know. Man, it's, none of this is easy for me. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so I, yeah, I got to see, I get to hear that he's doing an instrumental version as a preview thing for the Kickstarter backers. And then mm-hmm. later, I think the same song, he was, I'm, I'm sort of unclear. I guess he's getting a female singer to sing on it and he's going to do a vocal version. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to hear that, like a preview, or a rough mix of that. And then, um, not a rough oh, mix, but a pre-mix, whatever you want to call it. And then I got to see the first issue and I'm, so, yeah, it was always cool seeing stuff from Don. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially when you see where he, he came from, and it's like, oh, that's that's a guy putting the work in. Yeah, and I, I you know, I know Steve uh, Steve Bryan's not drawing this because Don's drawing it. He's just writing in the yeah, letter. That's what I, yeah, that's what I meant. But it's cool he's working with Steve Bryan because I like Steve Bryan stuff too. You know? Fuck Steve, <laughs> dude, that guy's so nice. How can you say that? <laughs> I say that because he is so nice, and if he heard that, he'd be devastated. <laughs> he'd be like, "Why does he hate me so much?" He's super nice, man. <laughs> Uh, he's too nice. He's like what it is. He's I think like he's Canadian probably or something. Not, he's, too, he's nice to the point that it probably damages his his self esteem at some point. Probably. I don't know. Man. I mean, he's not Canadian, right? He's not. That's he, odd, right? He seems really Canadian. I mean, you know, I think he's from downstate. I don't think he's Canadian. Huh? If anything, he's he, well, he's like that fake Southern, like you. I or you guys are, like, from the middle of the country, but think you're southern for some reason. Because uh, we border the southern states? I don't know. <laughs> I grew up with a lot of southern accents around me, and a lot of my family is southern, so. I mean, no, Steve, Steve is, is good people. Yeah, and yeah. He, he has the thing that I love the most in, uh, in uh, people in this business, and that's that he never stops. <laughs> Yeah, you know, dude. it's hard to not respect people that keep going because I've been thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, honestly, I, I've thought about not doing comics anymore too. Mm-hmm, sure, but mostly it's not the comics themselves. It's that as a job, this is the thing I've done the longest in my life. So you're just bored. I well, I I don't know. I, I'm so used to after a certain amount of time. You know, just walking away from stuff and starting over. What would you even do? I have no idea, man. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. Go think about that. I'm reading the emails. All right, fine. Go read the emails. You've just been interrupting me for like an hour straight. Well, it's not like I'm just babbling. That's exactly what you're doing. That's all you do is babble. It's not. You're like that tower in the Bible. Oh, hush on. But I, I don't. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I've never read that. Um... Van Cardenas writes two emails. All right. 
He said uh, the subject line is Rush. Rush. We talked about Rush. Oh, we talked about, yeah, I was challenging you to learn Rush songs or something. He said, I would have picked Vapor Trail. Seems like it would be just fun to play. Hmm. Vapor Trails, that's a new one. Don is younger than we are. Oh, yeah, that's true. So Don Don's experience of new Rush would have been later than our experience of new Rush. That's probably an easier one to play then. Well, it's not like Alex's, I mean, Lyson doesn't, I mean, other than YYZ, uh, he he doesn't make super difficult songs. He's a lot more intricate than he sounds, though. Yeah, and I mean he is really, frankly, I think he's an underrated guitar player. Yeah, because his, his stuff's always dead on. Like it's right what it needs to be and stuff. Like, and it's if not, you have the top ten list of underrated guitar players, that means you really only have a top nine because Alex Lyson's going to always be on it. <laughs> yeah, so you can only choose nine other people. Yeah. Paper Trails, that's interesting. I don't, I, that's like one of the albums I barely listen Later Day Rush is something I, kind of a blind spot for me. Yeah, post Roll the Bones for me, I, I kind of drift off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not even, uh, the one after Roll the Bones I, I bought, Counterparts. Yeah, I can't, I don't remember anything off that. I like Counterparts, and, but then after that I get. And then, what's the, Test for Echo or something like that? Test for Echo, that's where I was, yeah, I've, I've heard stuff from all of them, but I've, I don't think I can remember a whole album after Counterparts. Yeah, I, I mean, I went through and, and marathon, like, from album one to the last album they put out, like, a couple years, several mm-hmm. years ago, and, and I still don't remember anything really. And even Roll of Bones, I don't remember all of Roll of Bones. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah, I do. I, I yeah. I mean, I can, I can, you know, I can sing along to, um, uh, Presto, like beginning to end, like, but that's the last album I can do that to. Oh right, maybe it's Presto. I think Presto has Superconductor on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. I mean, Roll the Bones actually is a good album. It's got a lot of good stuff on it. It's just yeah, it does. It does. Th- that's where I start getting hazy. Is that album? That's all. Yeah. Uh, Vapor Trails was when we were in Chicago, or, or early days in Chicago, like two thousand two or three, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's weird to pick that. Like. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you're right. He is younger than us. Yeah. I mean, and he's a he's a riff boy. So, riff boy? I mean, yeah, he's a riff boy. Not even cocktail likes, women can resist chunky, riff chunky riffs, and I think Vapor Trails has the chunky chunky on it. Oh, does it? Well, I think if I remember correctly, I know Vapor Trails is kind of a the song itself. I, I honestly, I remember illegally downloading it when we were at the office and Devils do. Do you feel bad about that? No, it's like listening to the radio. Uh, I disagree, but, uh, iPad stuff is the next one he says. Oh, okay. Don Cardenas writes, hey guys, in regards to using the iPad Pro as a recording device, while it is USB-C, it does not provide enough power to use as, use the Focusrite, uh, interface. Stuff. Oh, huh. There are a bunch of other dongle type, uh, <laughs> dongle's uh, a funny word. Type things. To use specifically for the iPad, I think the iRig stuff is the most prep. Oh, iRig is still a thing. You know, I got an iRig uh, when I bought my uh, my um, Tele Custom when I moved here. Oh wow! And, got, yeah. and I joined Dive Bar. Yeah. 
I got an iRig to practice with, never used the thing. And then like four different versions came out within that, that time. <laughs> and so when I started playing again, like two, it's been already been like three years now. Hasn't it? Did you try to use your old iRig? I tried to use the iRig and it doesn't, not, there's nothing it works on. I mean, you could probably still get it to hook up to like a Windows device or something. But yeah, <laughs> unless you've got an old Mac that was running whatever OS and drivers that were available. I got then. rid of it. I got rid of it. <laughs> I think I got rid of it. Maybe it's in here somewhere. I don't know. Um, I gave away a lot of my. You know what? I find it's easier just to give. I should sell some of this stuff, but it's like I gave. I gave. Well, no. You gave me I that sold, pedal. That yeah, um, I gave that you the pedal, not DOD. Yeah, and I sold a guitar to. I sold a guitar and pickups to Don actually, but I gave it to him for some stupid price. Like, like I don't. I, it was it. it Nominal, we'll just say. Yeah, it was just so I didn't feel dumb, I think. I remember... Now he'll, now he'll write back and say, no, you don't remember how you gave me that. And I'll be like, oh, no, I thought I sold that to you. I remember you tried to give me your bass, and I was like, dude, no. <laughs> you want my bass? What? Again, I'm going to tell you, dude, don't give me your bass. Why not? Because. You're like one of my best friends. Of course I could give I'd give you a bass. That's I mean that's I not even a squire, that's a fender, right? Yeah, it's a real fender. It's yeah. a Mexican fender, but that's a real fender. That's still a pricey instrument, man. Don't just give it to me. Jeez. Like it was six hundred bucks when I bought it. Yeah. What year was that? That was a long time ago, so I mean it, so it's like almost vintage. Almost vintage. No, that's so sad. It's yeah. almost twenty years old. Oh, it is twenty years old. I mean you probably if you were if you bought that you bought that post borrowing my PV, so that would have been oh five oh six ish when you bought it. That's probably the instrument I've played the most. Oh, <laughs> I don't even play bass. That's so stupid. Maybe oh four. That could have been. Oh far. shit! I don't even know how to play bass, and that's the instrument I've played the most. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh my God, that's embarrassing. You shouldn't just give stuff like that away, man. I can do whatever I want. I'm a fucking adult. I'm 50 years old. Oh, okay, fine. Give me your bass, Mike. <laughs> well, you got to come up here and get it. Oh, all right. Next time I come up there, I'll take your bass. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we're going to fight. <laughs> anyway, he says, uh, for longevity, I've had the iPad Pro since May 2020, and while I have an eye on upgrading in the next year or so, mainly the rumored 14-inch version. What? Yeah, I, I was actually going to mention the uh, there's there are yearly things coming up soon. Uh, that might be the thing that makes me draw on it. Because yeah, I said that about the pro too. So uh, it's been working fine for me. I've had some issues with Clip Studio and Stray Lines, but I think the result of some I, I think that was a result of some things on my end. Hope this helps. Yeah, all, information's always good. I um, I decided not to do a U and buy something now, and then. Yeah, you know, the next well, generation comes out, and I'm like, "Fuck! Why did I buy this?" Yeah, that you know, I'm not even doing that anymore. I think I, 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 I went a little too crazy with the guitars, <laughs> and I'm like, no big ticket items for Mike anymore. And it's sad because you know I should sell a couple of these guitars and get that Cintiq. That makes more sense in my world. You should sell a Gibson, probably. Yeah, well, I really like that Les Paul, but it doesn't stay in tune. You said. No, it's, it stays in tune fine. Oh. Then what were you I was just about? making a joke of Gibson in general. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I mean, hey, I would you wound sell up not that. Actually liking I, I have Fender, an episode. Right? Uh, what? What you are went, you saying? You wound up not liking that Fender or something, though. 
You know, I said that at first, but now I like it. Oh, okay. Well then. Maybe you shouldn't sell anything. Well, I have an Epiphone Les Paul that I should get rid of, but I can't make myself get rid of it. Because it's a color you really like. I really like the color. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, P.S. Let me know if High Pressure Gardening needs any crappy wad-drenched solos. Excited to hear what you guys are making. Uh, sorry, we have Kirk Hammett doing that for us. Ah. Uh, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Kirk actually asked first. He did ask first. He's a he's a big high pressure gardening fan from way back. Yeah, way back in the early days. I um no more information is good. I am still trying to figure out whether or not I can justify buying like a, a Mac thing for a single purpose. Yeah, well, I need to get on the ball and actually start making more. I think the the key for me is getting into volume. I need to make a lot of stuff in order for me to feel like I'm learning anything. Right. So I need to make a lot of crap. I mean... And I need to make it on purpose. I need to just get in there and and do it. Because, you know, while drench solos, I'm not doing no solos. I can't play. I'm not good at this. I mean, my solos are more like melodies. Well, you're, you can't play. <laughs> you don't play. You don't know how to do anything. Dude, I play like I'm a... I'm carrying this. I'm going solo. I play like a super drunk Jimmy Page. <laughs> Sorry, an even more drunk Jimmy Page. Mm. Um, actually, though, if I did get a Mac, it wouldn't just help me and you. I could actually probably it would make easier things between me and Brian because he works on a Mac. Yeah, you're you're the pain in the ass for people. Oh, he didn't work on a Mac voluntarily. It's probably going to make your life easier for just work in general. Why? I'm not going to switch all my stuff over to a Mac Mini. Oh, you should. You know. Anyway, there's a new Pro coming out, too, apparently. New what Pro? Mac Mini Pro. Oh. Um, they're, you know, they're thing. They're WWDC. Those are super expensive. WWDC, is that what it's called? Oh, when is that? Next week? Yeah, it's it's real soon. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what they've got coming out. Yeah. I mean, a, that might make the current prices of stuff drop a little bit. I heard they're going to have goggles. Oh, like eye goggles, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which eye goggles are already a thing, but. Uh. Well, thanks, thanks, Don. thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Keep, uh, keep, keep on, keep on rocking. So don't stop the rocking. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. And um, hold on, I need to find it real quick. Go check out their Kickstarter for uh, uh, Evie and it's Evie and the Helsing. It's still going on. I thought they already made their. Oh, they're doing issues. I think so. Yeah. Evie. I thought they made their. I guess the first one's done because he showed me. Because I thought one. I contributed to one of them. Yeah, I mean, like I said, at least the first one's done. Mm, okay. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any more though. Well, yeah, if there is one, then go do it. Uh, I thought they already did it. I thought he was just finished. He was just doing the... Oh, okay, I I found the... Yeah, I just found the the one for the first issue is over. Okay, so they are doing it issue by issue. It looks like it because it says Evie and the Helsing's number one. Okie dokie, Smokey. So, I don't know... uh, And, you know, they got it backed for the first one, so... Okay. I, I assume if they do more issues, they'll do more. Which it seems like they'll be doing more issues. I mean, maybe they kill all the vampires in the first issue. No, they didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Don't spoil Spoiler. everything. 
Well, it's just one uh, issue. They didn't kill everything. Given everything away. They didn't kill everything, is what I'm saying. They, oh, I was going to say, if they don't kill anything, then that's not a good comic either. No, they didn't kill everything, I'm saying. You know, I mean, there's still things to kill. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, Enough of Don. I'm getting a big head now. Jeez, dude. I'm surprised he even still listens, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know why he does. Let's talk some more shit about him. I, uh... Don't know. I'm tired of his weird long hair. Has he got long hair? It's, it's, it's long on one side. He's got like that 90s Jinko jeans long hair kind of thing. Like when away from Voivod shaped part of his head but left the rest of it long. Oh, it's kind of, it, it looks like what you used to do, yeah. The uh, the away from Voivod look. Yeah. I think you and Jason Newstead. Newstead did that too, yeah. 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 That was a th- early 90s thing. Yeah. Late eighties, early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. Sick of his. I'm sick of sick of your hair, Don. You and your cute babies. Well, they're not babies anymore, are they? He's got babies. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's got at least one. Huh. What do you know about that? Yeah. Huh. I've seen him. I, dude. I just realized I haven't been in Chicago since 2019. <laughs> Guess what? We know. Nobody cares. Um, I'm gonna make a T-shirt. Still yeah. waiting for Crank to come. To <laughs> Just like that standee you, you were gonna make. Oh, I need to do it, but you won't let me take a picture of you. <laughs> um, yeah, is that all the email? Uh, yeah, that was from him, Henrik from Denmark. Wrote. Oh, oh, okay. Before we finish, I just remembered a thing, and I forgot to even mention it to Don. But the at least one of the covers for the first issue. You're going to tell him there's a mistake? Because that's going to fucking kill him. No, I'm going to say that there's a Nortone effect pedal on the cover. Oh, that's right. He, he, he asked me for the logo. The uh, and, and you didn't give him the right one. What? Well, it's not the same as the one I made, anyway. Oh, I made it... Wait. Which... Oh, no, I did a different one in the book. Yeah, I know. It's the one that I have in our book. Yeah, I know. Are you mad about that? I went through all the trouble. I created the brand. <laughs> you know. It is your invention. You are the the owner and CEO of Nortone. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I made the brand up. I, well, I did, I did a good, you, it was a good logo I did for it, you know? Well, as as the art director for Nortone. I'm just saying. It was a good logo. But anyway, Nortone brand is going to live whether you like it or not, is what I'm saying. Because it's been, now been in two comic books. It has been. It's destiny. Which, does that mean then that the Evie and the Helsings takes place in the same universe as Rockcuts? Sure, why not? Are we going to create a whole J.J. Abrams-like thing here? I mean, we'll probably know the ending. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, hi, Crank Mike and other birthday people. Hi. I want to wish Mike a happy belated birthday and congrats on successfully hitting 50 years. He doesn't look a day over 48. That's Crank's age. So, I think I'm 49. You are 49? I think so. Wait, if I'm 49, that would mean I'm turning 50 this year, and that's not right. Right. I'll be be turning 49 this year. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, Regarding the iPad talk, mine is almost 10 years old and is still doing quite well. I don't use mine for work, so I think the comparison is a That's right, Henrik. It doesn't count if you watch YouTube and play Telltale games on it. I'm... 
honestly, with an Apple product, I'm surprised anything... I'm guessing he doesn't run super current stuff on it. I told you I was using my iMac for like 12 years. Right, but I mean, you were already running into problems where things didn't work anymore. Like, yeah, newer true. versions of stuff didn't work anymore. That's true. Um, but I think you can expect more than a few years of use out of one. That's all for this week. Keep on cranking. Wow, that's a short one from Henry. You have to understand the extreme, how how far Crank has come uh, versus his extreme uh, bias towards Apple products. It's because Apple The fact that he even wants to get one is amazing considering his hatred for that company. God, aughts, Apple users and the aughts were obnoxious, man. Well, <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I work with one. I mean, they were super obnoxious. It was like a I mean, cult. Uh, 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 Josh literally worked for them, and he is a full-on card-carrying member of the cult. Yeah, it was just, it was so freaking obnoxious. I was like, I mean, even in the 90s, when it, like, towards the end of the 90s is when it started getting like that, like, really obnoxious. Because I knew, you know, people in schools and stuff at the time. I was hanging out with college kids that were on the Mac wagon because the college taught them to use one. But it was like, they were super obnoxious about it. Like, it was some sort of, like, rite of passage to use a Mac or something? I don't know. Well, like, you know. I mean, there was nothing less interesting to me than listening to an argument between a Mac and a PC user because I found both arguments to be extremely tiresome. I can, well, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, there's one, one is being, uh, being an elitist and the other is, I enjoy pain and suffering. Oh, uh, you're you're <laughs> don't don't, don't tread on my right to, for things to be inconvenient. By and large, things were not inconvenient for me, <laughs> but I had the freedom to I make like them. Having a thousand different drivers and a thousand different peripherals, so I can do the one thing that you need one piece of hardware for. I had the freedom to make them complicated. Yes, that's what it comes down to. You know who else says that? The uh, Nazis. No, Nazis don't care about freedom. I thought but, this was going to turn into a Nazi comparison. Sorry. No, no. But it's close, because I think those MAGA people say that. Oh. They're all about their freedom. Yeah. Personal responsibility is what they're all about without actually yeah, 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 doing yeah. anything that's responsible. Yeah. So there aren't any Mac users among the MAGA crowd. Oh, I bet most of them own iPhones. What? Yep. They're all Android users. What are you kidding? Mm, I doubt it, man. Samsung's all the way. Because most mega people are really dumb, and you know, dumb people tend to work with simple things like oh, oh or lazy people like me. Okay, well, if you want to continue to insult yourself, have at it, man. <laughs> give me convenience or give me death, just like Patrick Henry said, or Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, just like Patrick Swayze at the first Continental Congress said, "Give me convenience or give me death." I, I think By he actually. Kennedy's. I think he said, "Give me convenience stores." <laughs> it's a holiday in Cambodia. It is. It most certainly is. We're all dressed in black. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to bed. All right. Well, uh, I don't see any. Do you have anything in stores this week? Uh, not this week, but I did get my comps of Rock Odds in Jackson, Tennessee, and they look great. Which makes me wonder. You guys haven't gotten any, have you? I have not. I have to see about that, because that's not cool. I mean, I don't know. You might have had to opt in for other people on the team to get copies. Did you actually uh, give... I mean, we've worked so much before together. They should know you and, and Alan. It's Dark Horse. 
Right, but I don't know if you've actually, if you haven't told them to send extra copies out, then I don't think they take that on themselves because it costs money. Mm. Well, I'll see. I'll see what the situation is. Like, cost money out of the back end or something like that. I don't think you have to pay it up front. I'll see what's up. Um, okay, and I don't see anything that I worked on in stores this week. So, there's that. I do want to leave you with a thought before you go. Me or everybody? Everyone, you included. Okay. At what point did it actually become unacceptable for guys to wear short shorts? Become unacceptable? Socially unacceptable, yeah. At least in America. I think it's kind of coming back. Is it really? Well, I know there's a big, like, uh, baggy shorts, cargo shorts, anti-movement. So they want that above the knee. But you're talking, like, shorty shorts, like Richard Simmons kind of shorts. Yeah, or, uh, you know... um, Like sleepaway camp kind of shorts. Tom Selleck and Magnum P.I., yeah, well, because I, basically wearing underwear, and so people kind of frown on that. It's now. longer than, well, I mean, it's shorter than boxer shorts, I guess. But Yeah. I mean, it's like mid, you know, upper mid-thigh. It's still well, covering Nobody everything. wants your junk hanging out. Your junk didn't. I see, that's the thing, is I can remember wearing shorts about that length at least to the end of the 80s. Maybe, if you, you want to wear shorty shorts, Crank, because this is really sounding like you want to. No, I was watching something old, and I realized that, that looks odd to me now because it's been so long since I've seen that in public, you know? Well, but it wasn't uh, odd when I was younger. When well, did that, one, who made the decision were, and when did it happen? One, you were a child, so it probably seemed totally fine. I don't know what your mom thought about it, probably. Oh, she loved it when Tom Selleck wore shorts like that. Oh, that's true. Actually, because I asked her about it today. And she said, you're no Tom Selleck. And she said, well, that, she, she was like, with him, it was probably on purpose. He had really good legs. I'm like, oh, okay. But, I mean, I remember normal people wearing shorts that length, too. Yeah. It was a thing, but it's also... But who decided that it was socially unacceptable after a certain point? I mean... You know? And who's making the decision to bring them back? Is this like Gestalt kind of thing? It's always young people. Um, For both answers. It's always young people. Is that you? Yeah. I turned around because I thought somebody was in my fucking basement whistling. You remember that song? Young people? Yeah. Or young ones, I think it was called. Do, 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 do. Why did you? Oh, okay. I was said, like, why are you doing this? I turned into a horror movie all of a sudden. <laughs> Don't look behind you, Mike. 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 Anyway. It's Wings Hauser. Wings Hauser's in my fucking basement. That's the most terrifying thing ever. He's just hanging out drinking all your liquor. Oh, yeah, he probably is. Mike, bring me more. All right. Anyway, I just wanted to, I wanted to bring that thought up before we close okay. out. Cause, you know, well, I'm sure we'll get emails. Short shorts, your opinions. Yeah. When did they go away? What do you I think, think of them now? I think from Denmark has opinions on this. Maybe they still wear short shorts in Denmark. Uh, Maybe for like a month in the year. <laughs> I don't think it's like super hot there. I think I was thinking about short shorts because it's super hot here, and I'm like, man, you know? You know what? Wear your freak, freak, freak flag. I think you can. I think you can do anything now. I think you can wear whatever you want, and it, nobody can make fun of you anymore. Because huh. making fun of people is bad now. Oh. That's bullying. They're taking away our freedoms. Yeah, they are. Our freedom They're, to make fun of people. You, you, can't, you can't make fun of people, and you can't have a PC. Wait, what? Yep. 
bullshit. I don't make the rules. Actually, you it's harder to have a PC now because all the stupid bit miners and crap taking up all the video cards and shit. God. Yeah, you, now you're now you're now you're uh, bullying bit miners. Stupid bit miners. But you, you know what? You that's, can't say that. That's not even the right word. So I mean, I don't. I, I've just made up a word there. Bit miner. <laughs> that does sound. It does sound like some kind of slur. Goddamn <laughs> bit miner. <laughs> that's like an old man saying, like, you know, I'm getting on the internet. Well, no, the internet is right. <laughs> well, I go talk to a bunch of bit miners. Whoa, whoa, Grandpa! <laughs> you can't say that. He's like, well, I'm, what? I don't even know who I'm offending. <laughs> I've I passed the corner. I've turned the corner into talking Grandpa speak. Yeah. You, you, uh, damn bit miners. Goddamn bit miners. <laughs> a bunch of bit miners out here. Making it hard for me to own a PC. Oh, bit miners. Yeah, I remember when PC was a bad thing. Now we're all woke. <laughs> this isn't a PC, it's a woke. Yeah, why are, you, why are you getting mad at me working on my work? Woke? Working on my woke. Working? You can't even say it. Everybody's woken for the weekend. Woken? I'm woke. I am woken for the week. Holy shit, that's a t-shirt. There it is. I just gave it. And people will look at you and you're, they're like, I can't tell what side he's on. <laughs> They're like, I, I feel like I should be offended, but I don't know why. <laughs> Everybody's woken for the weekend. I'm woken for the weekend. It's what? like, I think he's I think he's on our side. No, no, I don't think he is. Jorf. Jorf. <laughs> you got jorfed. Oh, that's right, Jorf. Now, taking all the way back to the beginning there with the yeah. jury duty conversation. Full circle. Uh, I actually had to look that up. Is that real? No, it's not. Oh, that's what I thought. But when they were, I was like, is that just something I missed? So I, I looked it up and all I found was articles talking about the jury duty show and how it's not real. Oh, is that how you found out it wasn't real? Uh, no, I knew the show wasn't real. I just didn't know not everybody was an actor. You know? Anyway, whatever. You need to go to bed. I'm going to bed. Bye. All right. Everybody have a good weekend. Take care. Bye. I love you. <laughs>